0: Hello and welcome to podcast number 10. This is Golf Tips in Your Car with by Tyler Dice, presented by Tyler Dice Golf. So hello everyone and welcome to podcast number 10. Uh, again, we are continuing on with our coverage of the PGA Merchandise Show. So today's podcast is going to be on the last day that we spent at Orange County Convention Center, which is home to the PGA Merchandise Show. All right, so let's jump right in and do a little recap of the last two days. So we started off, we did Demo Day, which is at Orange County National, uh, just uh, about 25 minutes away from the Convention Center. And they have, excuse me, one of the biggest bestest most impressive driving ranges you will ever see and it's really really cool it's this big entire almost like a coliseum so to speak of of driving range this is big circle and uh everybody hits golf balls into the center and then they pick them all up and you just keep doing it doing it over and over again and it's really really cool and it's really really impressive and uh like i mentioned in uh, the podcast a couple days ago um if you aren't sure what it looks like you haven't been there, just do a quick Google search and check it out and you will see just how impressive it is because it is very, very impressive how big it is. And the sheer scope of you know, what demo day is is uh, just very, very impressive to say the least. So that was day one and we got to check out some really cool stuff and we were definitely blown away by TaylorMade this year. Blew us. Away, top to bottom, I would say the best uh, uh, product I've ever seen from a single company. Um, drivers, fairway woods, hybrids, irons, wedges, putters, all amazing, and the golf ball. So, um, you know, really top to bottom, uh, it's hard to find anything to nitpick at because uh, they did a really, really good job. You know, a lot of companies they'll produce like good irons and wedges or good irons and ball or you know good woods and a ball or wh- whatever. But TaylorMade really did uh, knock our socks off, socks off this year with a really good top-to-bottom list of uh, just very impressive equipment. Um, so it's good. And then, uh, <clears throat> so the next day we went to the, we started off, we went to the BGA show at Orange County Convention Center. And uh, that was really awesome. We had a lot of fun. We got to see a lot of stuff, meet a lot of people. And um, it was really, really cool to, to, to be out there. Um, They say that uh, if you walked up and down every aisle at the PGA show, you would cover 10 miles. So that's uh, how big and how many uh, vendors are at the PGA merchandise show. Um, And that's really neat. It's really neat. Uh, So, again, this was our first time going, and uh, it was really cool. And uh, the show was kind of divided up into hard goods and soft goods so hard goods would be all your clubs and equipment like grips and stuff and uh golf carts and all that's going to be on one side of the show and then all your soft goods which is essentially clothes and accessories that go with your clothes um and like bags and stuff like travel bags and whatnot that's going to be on the other side and um so yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see now the um the hard goods side isn't as big as the soft goods side in terms of number of manufacturers there, um, and that's just because there aren't that many manufacturers of hard goods. Um, you know, there's the big couple of golf club manufacturers, meaning TaylorMade, Callaway, Titleist, and uh, Cleveland Circon are kind of the big players right now, and then there's some smaller ones that are that are that that, uh, that were there, and then there were some other ones that were you know, not that small that weren't even present. And uh, I'm going to talk about them later. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, so it's really neat. And um, so like I said, uh, hard goods is on one side. And like in you know, the hard good displays are usually really big and they take up a lot of space and they're really divided off and sectioned off. And so like, you know, like you're in Titleist or you're beside Titleist because they have their branding everywhere. And, you know, you can't miss it, so you know you're in Titleist when you're in title list, you know you're by Titleist when you're by Titleist, so it's this big display, and um, Taylor makes the same way, and, 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 and so is Footjoy and, and Callaway and, you know, all, all the big ones, they all, you know where you're at when you see, when you're by them, you just can't miss it. And then the soft good side, I mean, you have your big players as well. You have, you know, your Adidas and Under Armour. and you you, you Cutter and buck and 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 peter millar and, and companies like that those are also very big displays but then you have like a couple of hundred smaller displays that are that, that vary in size and so um you can walk them down and check out everything those companies have to offer as well and um you know there's there's a lot of good 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 places a lot of, a lot of good companies out there that just have small displays and they're just trying to get their product name out there, trying to get noticed. And um, PGA show is a good way to do that, as long as you can, you know, find the right people to connect with while you're there. And uh, one of those companies, or two of those companies, I'd like to point out again. Uh, the one was Two GG, and uh, they make they have some really really nice clothes, and we were really big fans of them. And the other was Gruntwear, which is the veteran owned uh, veteran owned and operated clothing company. Uh, So both of those companies we thought were really cool Again, smaller footprints in terms of uh, uh, What they had allocated to them at the show But their personalities were big and and they were really good people and they had they had nice products and we were big fans of them and So um, But yeah, and that's kind of how the show is kind of laid out again. there was a lot more soft good uh, 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 Soft good brands than there were or hard good brands and that's just kind of how it goes so, um, so yeah, moving on, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at, let me go over and I'll try and tell you some of my favorite clothing brands that we ended up coming across. There was companies from say like Under Armour was there and uh, they had, they had nice stuff. Uh, Ping was there, which I wasn't really that aware. Of. I knew Ping made some clothes, but they make some really nice clothes actually. Um, their clothes were, were very sharp, very well designed, very nicely put together good clothes uh travis matthew was very very nice uh they just they had some very sharp outfits and stuff there and then i've already mentioned 2gg and adidas and peter millar and then i talked about a co- little company called garb and they make clothes for for women and little uh little girls and stuff and they there there was really really cute displays um obviously FootJoy was there now so this, there was two outliers Uh, to show with the soft good companies there was footjoy and there was adidas and both of them were actually located in the hard goods section but that kind of makes sense considering their main products are hard goods so they wanted to be close by so those two outliers were all all the way in the hard goods section whereas everything else was in the soft goods Uh, so there was also columbia and i mentioned grutware earlier and then one of our favorites companies we talked to was slide belts which we love their belts um, there was Lynx King, Mott 50, which is another clothing company just for women. Uh, they had some really, really nice stuff as well. Uh, Hedge, Linksol. Soul. makes very nice golf and casual wear. Uh, just They have a very big uh, catalog of clothing. So theirs was cool. Uh, there was black clothing, which we liked a lot. They make hats. Uh, Puka, which they make hats and shirts and pants and stuff. And they have kind of a more of a louder profile uh there's vineyard vines uh oakley had a booth and oakley was kind of actually situated i should say that they were actually kind of in the hard goods section as well um so they were i should have said that earlier but yeah now that i'm thinking about it they were in the hard goods section uh and uh, they had a nice display good stuff and then uh, the maui gym maui gyms are fun right everybody likes sunglasses so oakley and maui gym kind of bring up the rear there with uh you know they some nice stuff um and so you know it was good, it, and, and like I said, it was a lot of fun seeing uh, uh, all the clothing companies that were out there. It, I mean, there's a lot of companies that you wouldn't think of um, that would actually have a, a, a footprint there, and it was cool to see them all, and there was you know, a lot of companies you might not have heard of, or and, and, and so if you weren't there walking around and weren't seeing it, you, you'd never know these places even existed, and it was really cool to, to see that. And um, another thing I noticed was if you were, say, starting a clothing company, um, they had a lot of textile manufacturers there, to where you could sample the different types of materials they had, so you could make your clothes out of them. So I thought that was really cool uh, to actually have that at the show. So you know, another, another cool thing that's happened that we knew that we now know um is that they have that there so if we decide to start making clothes next year <laughs> we can go to the show and hook up with some clothing manufacturers and get some nice materials together and make some nice shirts probably won't happen but hey if you want to it's an option now uh i the last part of this podcast this isn't going to be a super long one because again it's it's on the the show again I'd like to talk about some of the companies that either weren't there or we didn't see, and um, I don't know, uh, I doubt we would have missed too many, um, but so there was there were some pretty noticeable absences there. Um, companies like Mizuno. Mizuno wasn't there, which I was just dumbfounded by. I mean, you got one of the best female golfers on the planet on your payroll in Stacey Lewis, but you don't care enough to get a booth at pga show um so i thought that was really odd i mean they make really good irons they have nice wedges um they used to have Bettenardi putters Bettinardi was there but uh yeah they didn't they didn't they weren't there which i was just really really surprised about especially because mizuno makes a lot of other sporting brand stuff as well so I, I figured them having a booth there would be pretty obvious but um again we didn't see them um they might have been there but we, we we did not see them and Uh, I didn't hear anybody talking about them either so just just surprising that they weren't there Um, You know, maybe their market share in golf is really dwindling and so they just said screw it. We're not going I don't know, but uh, yeah, we're just surprised. They weren't there. The biggest absence was Nike Uh, They had no clothes at the PGA show which is really funny considering the number one retweeted and uh, shared image of the day was a picture of a guy in a Nike shirt, i.e. Tiger Woods, signing with TaylorMade. But he wears Nike. But Nike was non-existent. So, obviously Nike, uh, their footprint in golf isn't as big as it is in other sports because they just essentially skipped the entire show altogether. So, um, yeah, Nike was a pretty big, pretty obvious absence. Uh, I was definitely surprised to see them. Uh, I didn't see the company PXG, the high-end club manufacturer. Uh, I figured they would have a booth to showcase some of their stuff, but um, I guess their rationale, their thinking is, well, we don't want to be associated with everybody else. We want to be better than everybody else. So there's no reason to go hang out with the people that are less than them because they can't compete with them anyway. So they just decided to skip it altogether. Which was what i had heard so there was no pxg i was disappointed i wanted to look at some pxg stuff and uh they weren't there so i have nothing more to add about pxg because they were absent and apparently didn't think it was a big deal or didn't care enough to come because they think their stuff is that good i guess um and it probably is because a lot of their guys that use their stuff play pretty well so um yeah no pxg another company I was surprised at was 14 golf they make really good wedges um, they were gone and they make irons too and uh, I figured they would be there but they were not so no 14 golf uh, there was no Bobby Jones by Jesse Ortiz hybrids woods fairway woods drivers and stuff like that didn't see them I figured they would have a booth. I mean I see their infomercials on the golf channel all the time I figured they would be there but uh nope absent completely um, I didn't see any Bridgestone anything bridgestone which i was shocked at i mean they had the second best-selling golf ball last year i thought um, at like 11 percent market share which in case you're wondering what one percent market share i found this out um so one percent market share is four hundred thousand dozen golf balls bridgestone had eleven percent um one company had 55 percent. which i think we all know what that one company is right Yes, yes, we do. They are the one that kills everybody in the golf ball department every year. And they obviously really killed it last year. So, um, yeah, if you, can, if you want to do the math real quick, at 400,000 dozen golf balls at 55% market share, that comes out to roughly 264 million golf balls. 262? I think 264 sounds right in my head. 264. Um, so, yeah, 264 million golf balls. Is what the number one golf ball retailer sold last year scary huh so um also mira mira they they, they make some of the best forged uh, irons in the game they're out in japan and uh i figured they would be there uh they weren't another company from japan was itoboro which if you don't know who they are you could look up their irons online it's like i-t-i-b-o-r-o maybe I apologize if I butchered that, but they make some super impressive looking irons. I, I didn't get to hit any of them, but they looked spectacular. So if you're looking for a fancy iron that you want to put in an office and you don't want to touch, um, those could be your uh, your best bet because those are definitely a talking piece. They're essentially artwork. That's how nice they are. They are beautiful. But yeah, no Mira. I was really surprised uh, Mira wasn't there. Um, another company uh, no max fly and no Adams golf uh, Adams golf is owned by TaylorMade and I figured they would be here but they weren't excuse me they um, were completely absent didn't see on demo day didn't see them uh, at the show so I don't know if they're getting phased out entirely closed down or what but no Adams golf uh, there's no Hogan Hogan brand uh, they were not there um, so I was surprised about that and uh, so that's about does it with the hard uh, with the club manufacturers there was very few shaft companies there so kbs was there uh they had they had a nice booth nippon shafts was there they make nice steel shafts as well obon was there they make really really good shafts and graphite design which makes that really cool color shafts they have a yellow and white one like a bright yellow and white one and that bright orange and white one that Tiger Woods used to use, maybe still does use. Um, but they make some cool and really good shafts, all, uh, all four of those companies. Um, they were there. But Fujikor wasn't there. And Matrix wasn't there. And Mitsubishi Rayon wasn't there. True Temper wasn't there. And True Temper also owns Royal Precision, which I am a huge fan of. And so they weren't there. And Aldila was not there. And I was really shocked that they didn't have somebody there. Um, I guess everyone knows, I would, I mean, maybe everyone knows, I would assume everybody would know that, I mean, if you get properly fit with the right shaft and the right head, you can pick up some serious yardage. But, uh, judging by the absence of so many shaft manufacturers, I guess they assume everybody knows that either, or they just don't care, or they didn't really give a crap to showcase their shafts. I, I don't really know, um... The shaft companies were there i was really confused at what they were trying to show um because if you are trying out a shaft how do you know it's any good if you can't try it versus other people's shafts so i was really surprised i didn't really understand what they were getting at there if you want to just hit some clubs with their shafts in them like you could do that but like i don't know what you're getting at because You could try a shaft that's amazing but it's not fit right for you and it would just be horrible and then you'd hate it so I thought that was kind of weird I think a better way to do that would be to get some stock clubs out there from like new product from you know top manufacturers and say hey this is a this is you know stock club hit this all right and then look at the numbers and then say all right we got a shaft for that you know do a quick change of room on the uh, club head Hand them the shaft. Or hand in the club with your shaft in it, and watch them smack the crap out of it, and say, "Hey, you know, didn't that feel great?" And watch them pick up a ton of yardage, and you know, leave with a smile on their face because uh, your shaft knocked their socks off. I thought you know something like that might work out better. Um, it definitely takes some more time, but I think if you were organized and had the appropriate amount of staff there, like say TaylorMade did, you could easily do that. Um, but that was just me. And I was just disappointed that um, the shaft companies that were there weren't trying to do that because uh, there was lots of options and lots of chances to do that, whether it be at Demo Day or at the show, because they actually had a driving range at the Orange County Convention Center indoors. You could hit golf balls in there. So I was uh, surprised there wasn't uh, a bigger footprint for that because I definitely thought there was definitely a need for that. And if they had something like that, I definitely would have tried to take advantage of it. But uh, that's not the case. That didn't happen. I would have loved to have tried out all KBS's options and all Nippon's options, but um, again, they, they didn't have that, so I was disappointed. Um, definitely would have tried that. But yeah, no Fuji core no Matrix. Uh, and I'm a Matrix fan and I'm an Aldola fan. Um, I have the Matrix, I have a Matrix shaft and a, and a hybrid, I have an Aldola shaft in my driver and um i have matrix shaft in my three wood as well so you know definitely a big fan of matrix and they were non-existent and they make a lot of shafts they make a lot of good shafts so does Fujikora instead of so Mitsubishi. Uh, Mitsubishi is uh is of the fame of the blue board blackboard red board uh, fame um tiger woods famously used that blue board for a long time in a three wood and um i think he used a blackboard or it is a whiteboard. I'm sorry, it's a whiteboard. Whiteboard, blueboard, redboard. And the whiteboard was the super stiff one with the low spin and low launch. Great shaft, great shaft. Uh, actually, uh, almost all Mitsubishi shafts are great. I wouldn't... Uh, and Actually, you know, a lot of the manufacturers make really good stuff now, so you really, it's really hard to, to find something that's not great. But, uh, but yeah, I was just surprised. I thought there'd be a bigger footprint by them, and, th- and it wasn't there. Uh, so definitely a little disappointment. I would have I loved to have been able to try some of their stuff. I think uh, being able to showcase how good your stuff is and how, how much better it feels versus, say, other competitors would have been a great way to get people jazzed up about your brand and to leave them you know happy, and I thought that would have been a great way to connect with people and share their experience and how much fun it is to get properly fit with the world because, I mean, when, when, when it comes to you know, golf shafts, that's all about getting properly fit. You know, um, and if you're not getting properly fit, then like you don't really give a crap about what shafts in your club. It doesn't matter to you. And I just felt that that was a, a really big uh, missed opportunity for people. I mean, there's, you know, was it like 50,000, 60,000 people or at the show. Um, if you could have walked away with 500 of them, you know, jumping for joy, you could have connected with and they could have connected with other people, you know, through social media and stuff. I just thought that was a uh, could have been something. Could Have been a really, really good experience. I mean, heck, if they would have done that with me, I'd be talking about it on the podcast right now about how, how great the experience was. But that's not what they offered, that's not what they had. And for me to just go try out some shafts um, without any numbers and without any, you know, knowing what kind of clubs I was even hitting, you know, that's just, uh, it's pretty much a waste of time. And I didn't bother. So, um, yeah, I was definitely disappointed at that. And I definitely don't really care to go, like, look at shafts, like, put in a display. Um, yeah, that's not really it for me you can't really if it's a shaft doesn't have a grip on it or a club head it's and you can't hit some golf balls with it it's kind of hard to, to tell what the shaft's good for and you know if you don't have a launch monitor it's kind of hard to tell what kind of numbers you're getting off it so yeah that's just me so yeah definitely disappointed at that um but yeah that's about all i got uh again i told you this would be a little shorter show um because again it's it's about the last day and um on the last day of the show we we kind of touched on a few few things that we didn't see the day before, and we definitely went to a lot of booths that we did the day before to have a continued conversation with some people. Because um, again, we were there, really wanted to figure out uh, the launch monitor uh, simulator uh, situation for us. Because again, that's something that we're going to be trying to look into getting soon. So uh, we talked a lot, of, talked to them a lot, and um, have a pretty good idea about what we want to get. So when we do have the whole setup together. We'll make sure we get it on camera for you guys and so y'all can see it. And so just keep checking back to my Facebook page and Instagram because when we have it, it'll be, we'll have it up there and you'll be able to start watching stuff and it'll be pretty cool. Uh, So yeah, that's about all I got today. Um, I'm gonna let you guys go early. Hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. And uh, again, the PGA show was amazing. We all had a blast and we can't wait to go back again. So hopefully they can, uh, people can make some, uh, 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 better better attempts at some boost next year and uh, it can be another successful uh, PGA show 2018 next year. So, all right, I'm letting you go. I'm Tyler Dice. Hope you all enjoyed it. Again, check out my Facebook page, Tyler Dice Golf, and Instagram, Tyler Dice Golf. Um, and we'd love to connect with you. So send me a message if you want to chat. All right, talk to you later. Bye.